You're listening to This Is How, a podcast about people forging digital careers for people who are taking the time to figure things out. Whether you've just left school, college or uni, or you're already in a job, but you're not really feeling it, we've made a podcast series for the tips, ideas and free advice from people who have been on similar journeys, changed things up and gone on to work in digital roles with some of the most interesting brands in the UK. I'm Will Stowe, proudly from Hackney, an air and shoulder to those around me. I work for Sneakers as a co-host on Sneakers Live. We have regular live streams to talk all things sneaker culture. I also write poetry, make music and throw parties in my spare time. I'm Zoe Mallet. I'm a life coach and radio show host. My coaching focuses on helping people figure out where they are, where they want to be, and then we work out how we're going to get them there. I also have a radio show on Foundation FM, which allows listeners to message in with all their problems. And my guests and I offer our professional advice and tips live on a mix with some bangers. So we've got Jodie here today. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Jodie is a motion graphics designer at Sky Sports. And we are really excited to uh, be talking to her today. And as always, we are kicking off with uh, Will and my favourite game of this season, Two Truths and a Lie. So you've prepared Two Truths and a Lie for us. And then we're going to try and guess what the lie is, because we know that kind of helps people get to know you a little bit better. Will and I have both done this to each other. And everybody that's been on the podcast has like played it quite safe and I definitely didn't play it quite safe when I did my two juice in the lives so I'm hoping that somebody's gonna m- come up to my level actually I'm really good at calling out lies so Jodie I hope you've got good ones <laughs> we shall see <laughs> so what are your two truths and a lie okay so first one I love horror movies second one when I was younger I wanted to be a formula one driver Third one, I can play the piano. I think the lie is the horror movie. It's kind of difficult because I feel like the, the traits you have in terms of like your skill set would mean you can play piano. People that I know that play piano are really intelligent. So I'm going to say the horror movies. You said it too, Blase. The lie was I can play piano. I cannot play the piano. Oh, <laughs> oh. You had us. You had us on that one. I would love to be able to play the piano, but no. <laughs> no, I love horror movies. And yeah, when I was younger, I did go through a phase of wanting to be a Formula One driver, which was definitely my dad's influence. <laughs> funny. What's your favourite horror movie then? Oh, um maybe The Conjuring really good one I knew you was going to say that that's so funny really I was just about to say have you been to the area in Enfield where the, the house of the Conjuring is oh um no yeah Enfield Haunting yeah that's so that's the second one um but the first one is about um a haunting of like um a family house in America um okay and, yeah that that one that one's my favorite um the second one is good though is it linked though? It's linked, right? Yeah, they link. So like it bas- basically the films are about um a couple who's a clairvoyant and uh, a priest who um like go to different, you know, supposed hauntings and they investigate them. They were like a true story. Yeah. Um and they went to those two houses, so they've made movies, or James Wan made movies on based on those. So uh yeah, he, he's very good at what he does. <laughs> well, and they're based on true stories. Yeah, the house is like, it's a real thing in Enfield. It's a really haunted house. Really? Yeah. Um, Should we go after the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Team away day. Okay, so before we jump into it, 
Can you explain what is a motion graphics designer? So motion graphics designer in a nutshell is basically like a graphic designer, but you're making it all move. So you're, you're sort of taking a core design, which we, we, we still do. We still make um, sort of stills of things and make them look, you know, however we need to, you know, high quality. Um, but we're always kind of considering that motion side of it. So we kind of take that's kind of the step one is the still side of it. And then the step two is the then how you, how's it going to how's it going to move? So if you've got maybe like a little a sting, which is kind of like um, a little graphic that comes up in between. If you're watching the game of football, you'll get someone will score and then there'll be a little graphic that comes up saying goal. And we will design them for the channel. They'll have like um, the Premier League kind of colours are channel colours um, and we'll, we'll have like a sheen on it and, a, and whatever the sort of um, brand elements are to it which get updated season to season we kind of you know do different things for different um, tournaments as well um, and then yeah the motion graphic side of it is making it all move so it can be anything from the logo animating to uh, any kind of moving element of it so an underline coming on or a shape coming across the screen anything like that. So who it, who is it that like then takes all of your like graphics and when it's like a live football match for example mm-hmm. is it like the editing team who are like there on the day that then like put the graphics into the tv yeah so uh, yeah that yeah that makes sense um yeah so we have like a a, a day-to-day kind of inbox which we deal with all the graphics that go out onto the te- like smaller graphics really that go out onto the tv um and um we so there's a team for that that will go and and sort of code it all in um and then for um a larger kind of projects we put them all onto like a like a server of stuff so we we have like a whole save server of everything so like the things i was talking about there'll be a whole set of them for each channel um saying different things so it'll be goal or um, analysis or whatever and and they'll all be saved onto like a, a server which they then take and then use and they sort of time it in so like this is just literally like like baffled me so like there's is there literally somebody who sat there at the computer when someone scores a goal and they're just like quick grab the goal like grab the goal graphic let's put it in yeah so have you ever watched like a film where you'll see like a gallery of like a tv show um um i was trying to think of like uh I think it's called Morning Glory with um, Rachel McAdams, uh, where she plays like a producer of a TV, like a morning day, sort of this morning TV show. And she'll be sitting there kind of like on a mic, kind of telling them what to do. And there'll be the other producers sort of, and they panic because something goes wrong and they cut to commercial and there'll be someone sitting in a gallery, literally. Oh, so people talking into people's ears and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Right. There'll be like a gallery behind it all and those graphics will come on as and when they need them to. So they'll be all, it will be set up. So on a Friday, what happens is um, between, say, maybe three o'clock and five o'clock, they'll be like, oh, we haven't got this. And we'll get loads of emails coming through going, oh, we need this thing and we need this image so that they're ready for the weekend. So they have everything that they need and they can just clock it all in. Okay, cool. And then can you like break down what, the the kind of like the whole process is so are you are you all like your whole team sat there they're like drawing things out you're thinking about ideas and then you move it over to like illustrating on a computer uh like how does like your work kind of like flow from like end to end I mean there can be a million different projects all going on at the same time um and there always is loads on <laughs> um but when say like when we have like a title sequence idea which is sort of arguably one of the more or one of the 
most creative things that we can do in the in the department um in that we can sort of we have a brief but we can kind of go as crazy with it as we want to and kind of get really creative and think of lots of different ideas what are so- some of the sorts of things that people would have seen you know like walking around um in the newspaper on the telly that you you and like your team would have uh, produced yeah so obviously if you have sky um subscription you have sky television um there's bits of everything if you have the sports channels um you know cricket every everything that we put out um our team uh, would have designed you know thought about how it's going to be um colors ev- everything would all be from our team um out and about in the street uh we have so if we do a campaign maybe for formula one new season or premier league um we have a campaigns team that will put out all um like uh posters and um uh, billboards um sometimes moving like in Liverpool Street they might do like a, a moving one um and in newspapers loads of print ads to kind of support the the television ads um and then obviously on general television there'll be ads but not so much if that makes sense so that you'll see them across online as well I think we're about to take it back now um and go, go all the way to school days and figure out you know where this all started and you know um what were you into when you was in school I know you spoke about the Formula One. It's how you, you went from there to, to this. Yeah, um, I can't remember how old I was when I when I went through that kind of phase. But yeah, in school, I, I, I think I've always liked art, not in the way that I view it now, um, but in terms of painting, being creative. Um, you know, in school, you always do little ceramics-y bits or you know, paper mache and that kind of thing. And I, I always was very much into that kind of thing. I'd, I'd much rather do that than I would English and science, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, from from school, really, I was into like like secondary schools, into dance, sports, that kind of thing, sewing, um, all those kind of random things that you don't ever touch again when you get older. Um, but yeah, I was always into the creative side of stuff in school um, and then sports and dance which to be fair I think at the time maybe sort of in the early uh years of secondary school I would have said that I probably would have gone down that route uh, just because I was more into that than I was into art um and then as I got to sort of GCSE stage I kind of changed um and I don't really know why other than I think um my mum had a picture of um a lady's like face like a sort of artistic painting. I've never asked her where she got it from. This is a really old picture, um, a small one, and I just always liked it. And it was a lady's face with a cat kind of blended into her hair and a bird kind of coming along with uh, a moon in the background. And I just sat down one day in my room and was like, oh, I'm just going to copy that, like, like draw it, like make a version of it, like draw it. And um, and I did, and it come out like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can draw, I'm all right. <laughs> I was like, hmm, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I love that energy. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, from there I did um, like drawings of like celebrities and like pets, like as like family and friends, like presents. So like for for presents, like my dad, I drew drew him like Elvis Presley or like Steve McQueen, that kind of thing, just just as gifts and then um, and pets and that kind of thing, um, which I don't do at all now, which is a shame really. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what really what got me into art, and then from there I sort of that's what made me kind of consider it as an option, like college a level a levels um and then yeah went for it went to college did art in college um and then we so my course at college was art in that 
um, you did sort of the core side of it, like uh, portraiture and uh, landscapes and a bit of animation, a bit, bit of everything, photography and that as well. Um, and then in the last year, you could kind of pick a, uh, a route and, and the routes were fine art, um, fashion and graphic design. So you got a bit of a taster for all of them. And then you could kind of then go on with the rest of the year for what you, know, you like the most. And I picked graphic design. I think the reason why I didn't go down the fine art route so much is I didn't like um, kind of giving away the drawings that I was doing, which was silly, really. Like for family and friends, I was like, yeah, that's fine. But I wouldn't want to do it as a like, I don't know why, but when you paint something, it's quite personal. It's quite it's something that you, you can only do once. And the way that you do it is that's it. It's final. And whoever takes that, it, it is like, I don't know, it's sort of special. Um, whereas when it's digitalized, it's something that you can kind of reproduce or you can copy and make make versions of. I don't feel as bad about giving that away. It just sounds really funny, but um, that's the way that I looked at it at the time anyway. So that was my kind of um, interest in the graf graphic design side of stuff. So, you know, logos and things like that. And it just, just went from there, really. It kind of sounds like all the pieces were like always there. Cause you said like, you know, using sport, you like art, dance, expression kind of things, basically. So it's like at different parts of your life, these things are kind of like screaming to come together, basically, in a weird way. Really interesting. You kind of covered it already, but um, I was going to ask, like, you know, what was you thinking about, like, career-wise within your teens and then going into, like, your 20s? And what were, like, kind of the pivotal moments, basically? Yeah, I think um, when I was, yeah, sort of the early stages of sort of high school, I sort of imagine maybe dance because that was what I was into at the time sports that kind of thing and then yeah when I was in the later stages or GCC level um I saw it as just art I just knew that I liked art and then when I was in college and graphic design kind of come about and I could kind of see that side of it um I sort of thought oh, okay maybe I could um design book covers or you know DVD covers or you know sort of silly things that you see in your room yeah and then from then you you know as you get into college and uni you, you sort of your world opens up into actually what you know how in depth you can actually get with something and um yeah from from college I would have never thought that I would have gone into motion graphics I remember talking to my brother who was doing sort of animation that kind of thing at the time um saying I just couldn't understand keyframes like and a keyframe is like if you're animating something say it's a, a text coming in um you kind of put a point in for where it starts and where it ends and that's a keyframe so you've got one point to another and then that makes it animate in um and I could never understand that it was just not something that I could get my head around I was solely sort of posters like flat logos flat that was it um and then yeah when I went into uni I kind of did it did a little bit more of it and a little bit more of it um and then eventually yeah, I ended up doing it full time which is yeah um a bit different to what I thought I was going to do but um yeah I would say so from school not really thinking too much about art and then the end of school thinking oh, okay yeah this is probably the right kind of career move for me and then college being like oh, okay maybe graphic design and then uni was like right graphic design and then end of uni motion graphics <laughs> so yeah it's kind of slowly kind of little jumps um into where I am um yeah it kind of just happened in a way how did you know that like motion graphics was for you? Um, I don't know really. Um, so really the only thing that I can think of that made me consider it as something that I was sort of capable of doing in a way because 
like I said, like with the Keith Rames thing that I did, you know, sort of briefly in college, we just covered it. Um, my tutors at my college were really good in that they they taught us a lot in, you know, not just sort of core design kind of elements, but like the programs. So I, I got not quite familiar with After Effects, but I dabbled in it. I kind of knew about it. And then right at the end, when I was doing my final major project, um, which is like the, the big project that you do at the end that you sort of have at an exhibition, um, alongside that project, we had a sort of workshop uh, sort of uh, module. Um, and one of them was uh, 3D um, motion graphic. Was it motion graphics? It was called something like that. Um, and um, I was kind of dabbling between that and doing a typography one. And I was like, mm, when am I going to get the chance? I'm at uni, you know pay all this money when am I going to get the chance to do this again and um and yeah I sort of didn't expect much I just thought oh I'll just learn it like I just you know I'm just going to take the opportunity and ended up loving it got really into it went a bit mad with my project sort of did more than I should have done and kind of just just really got on with it and um at the end of it I was like oh okay right all right hang on a minute you know um and I didn't think much about it to be honest after after that um graduated and was very set on going into doing an MA um, in advertising just because I thought that that was something that I, I was most into um the advertising side of stuff and then right before I started I just sort of second guessed it and sort of was like mm, I'm not quite sure um and decided not to do it and then Sky Sports came up um and obviously there's the motion side of it and I was aware of that and I just because I had that project behind me I thought mm, well you know maybe I'm okay with this or maybe I'm right just just because I kind of give myself that just that extra bit of knowledge at uni which I think is really important as and when you can pick up any kind of skill or someone's going to teach you something if you're at uni and there's a project that you're not quite sure on I mean it's different if you you know absolutely you know hate something and it's just you know it's not for you then fair dues but you know if there's something that maybe you're not quite sure on like you just got to do it and see because you just never know um and it was very much like that for me um and yeah when I interviewed you know they they looked at that project and and saw that I could you know animate and I had that kind of mind to make things move um and that you know obviously is a big plus for someone that's going to be a motion graphic designer um the 3D side of it obviously is not so much important but obviously that it was a 3D project but they could see the motion side of it in it um and and yeah, that, that was kind of where I kind of made those decisions kind of ended up in the, in the right area without kind of thinking about it. <laughs> so I think the takeaway from that is follow your instinct, take a risk, stay in school. Yeah, stay in school. Stay in school. <laughs> stay in school. Yeah, to totally. Yeah. Um, take risks where you can, just sort of trust yourself. Um, no one knows better than you what you do and don't like. Um, and you know but at the same time if you don't know try it you know you never know um, where things can end up so yeah you've been listening to this is how created by nominate and liberty your essential resource for finding a path into digital careers with the brands you love head over to this is how.uk to listen to more episodes and discover free training and advice to help you land your dream job and also give us a follow on instagram at this is how.uk to keep up to date with the regular tips and resources to help you on your career journey do you have any advice for if somebody was like thinking about getting into uh this kind of industry uh they maybe like hadn't they hadn't they didn't do kind of graphic design at uni uh, and they're kind of looking for spaces that they can kind of learn more yeah totally I mean I don't think that necessarily having um that specific education in something would necessarily help 
hold you back um if you love something and and you're interested in it and you want to um make a career out of a specific um you know whether it's graphic design or illustration or you know maybe production side of stuff um there's always scope for getting in the industry there's lots of people they become like runners or something for a tv you know sky and then they you know there's a job that comes up but you know for you know maybe a production coordinator and then you get to be um, a producer or something you know there's there's definitely little ways in um and design as well we have an internship program at sky um which is really good bringing in you know young people you know not necessarily have to be you know people that are specifically in design or have to have a design degree um they come in work with the team or you know maybe a few teams as well um and uh sort of get the gist of different things and then yeah if you have an interest in something and, and you can do it and and you get on or even even if you're not you know I say you can do it but you're someone that has that kind of eye for it and you and you want to do something um then yeah I, I don't think that that necessarily is going to hold you back at all and what advice would you give to somebody who's like they're interested in art and they want to start thinking about potentially learning some digital skills how would they begin to kind of start that process so if you're sort of someone that's you like art and you're you're kind of thinking I suppose it's kind of at the stage I was when I knew that I liked art but I didn't like giving my art away and I kind of was thinking oh okay what about what posters what about sort of the digital side of stuff and I think that if that's where you're at but maybe you're not quite sure whether you want to choose it at, at uni or college or whatever stage you're at or maybe you know you're in something else and you want to re-educate yourself either way I think that if you get online and have a look at tutorials have a look at you know there's there's always like ones with companies maybe Disney even where they're breaking down how they made something um you know and talking through the sort of process of something and you know you'll get storyboard artists and they'll talk you through the process of of, of exactly what it is that that they do um you know that will give you an understanding of what it is and maybe that will then help you into deciding something I think that unless you're in maybe a course you're not going to get that training other than watching tutorials and I feel like you know it's not necessarily needed but I think that having those people to talk to is important um even if if it's education or in industry or whatever it is I think it's important to have those creative minds doing what it is that you want to do um, so maybe, you know, consider an internship or or, or or a short course or something. So you're not quite going into the kind of university kind of side of it, but you're doing a course where you do get that kind of design education sort of, but, you know, you're kind of dabbling in it a little bit just to kind of give yourself a little bit of a knowledge base into what um, that would be like and what you would actually learn and then you can take that through. Um, it's kind of hard to say if you kind of like art, but you're not sure, um, but you haven't ever done it before you just you need to do it to know right so you've kind of if if you if you can't do it or you're not in the industry or not at uni and you're kind of not sure try to find everything about it you know books um tutorials you know things with, like I said people talking about like Pixar or something um, talking about it so that you can kind of get that information as much as you possibly can without, phys- without physically doing it all right, cool. So um, what are some of the softwares that um, people listening, would they need to be like kind of more familiar with getting into motion graphics? Yeah, I mean, definitely After Effects. If you can, you know, if you're at college or uni and they have like a free student version or you know, you, there are free trials, I think, but they're quite short, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, After Effects would be the main one that for motion graphics, I'd say is pretty key. Yeah. 
Is there any that um, are accompanying to After Effects that you would include as well? Would it just be After Effects? Yeah, really, it's just After Effects. Um, I'd love to sort of say, oh, there's this really other great thing that's free and you can use, and it's amazing. But um, yeah, it's really just After Effects. Um, yeah, it's sort of the number one uh, industry kind of uh, software that motion graphics-wise is 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 the best thing that you know you need to sort of if you can get your head around and kind of learn. You spoke about um, YouTube channel School of Motion, and would you say this is where you get your new skills from? And then, if it is, um, where do you like experiment these new skills? Yeah, so uh, with School of Motion, it was something that I, you know, sort of used as a tool when I was a junior, you know, to kind of get my skill set up so that I could work on projects and 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 uh, understand how those projects were put together. Um, and also, you know, the team would kind of sit down with me and be like, here's this project, this is how you would do it, I'll teach you how to do it. And then I'd go away and be like, oh, okay, right, so he did it this way. And and then online I'd look at different things and they'd show me a little bit more and a little bit more. And as you start to do more projects, things will come up, like the, the problems will come up and you'll be like, oh, how do I do that? And then that would be what I would turn to. And that was one of the channels that would always come up for something that, you know, even, even in simple ways of how to do something or maybe in a different way to how I'd done it originally, or an easier way even. Um, and I would then take that and then use it or, you know, and, and also just for fun, you know, just to kind of um, explore and sort of um, look at different ways of working. Um, I'd look at that channel. Um, it's just great, I think, for, you know, people that already have a good skill set and people that also don't understand it at all and kind of from scratch. And you just kind of can visualise things very well on that and they explain it very well, you know, how to get from A to B of something and, and understanding it, but, you know, in its you know simplest form as such and then also there's more complicated stuff to it so you can there's sort of that room to kind of grow um it's just yeah it's just a really good channel really that I've used sort of it's always cropped up if you know what I mean um throughout um you know sort of being a sort of amateur as such to sort of being more you know professional with like we do a really quick project for Soccer AM called Top Bin and um the first time I did this project I hadn't you know done this before so what you have to do is you have to track the goal box of a piece, so that you get a piece of footage of um, a clip of I don't know um, Harry Kane scoring or whatever at the weekend, and they want to put like a fake kind of uh, bin in the corner. So what we do is we track the bin, uh, track the goal, sorry, um, and then put the bin in the place so that it always follows the goal, so it looks like it's on the goal. If that makes sense. So you do tracking for it, which is done in After Effects, and um, but I'd never done that before. But it was just that simple little project, and now I know how to track. If that makes sense, so I'll then use that in future projects so I did a um a promo a couple of maybe a month or so ago um and I tracked the Man City badge in the circle in the middle of the pitch um and I would not have known how to do that had I have not done that project before but if not I would have googled it or you know maybe it would have come up in a different project that I did they kind of go hand in hand in a way you kind of learn on the job and through other people sort of showing you and then if not you go online and you, and you figure it out or you find something that, that helps you learn how to do something it sounds that like it's an industry that's very fast paced. There's always something new to learn. You're never going to get to the point where you know everything, you've learned everything. There's new things coming up. So you have to be kind of re really on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, it depends on the project as well. So sort of what you would do in one way for a specific project, it, it might come up that you are like, oh, okay, right. Well, I know how to track. I've, I've done that for that project, but now I've got a track, but I've got to add this and I've got to do that with it. And then there's this specific footage that has to 
look a certain way or animate in a certain way and you you use it but in a different way so you're kind of you, you're adapting your skills as well as learning new ones at the same time and kind of working through your workflow of how you might approach something and looking at something and as a problem and being like right this is what I want to do with it how do I do it well I know how to do a and I know how to do c but I don't quite know how to do step b so I'll go and look that up or oh okay someone's spoken to me about that and you just kind of work through would you say you have to be like quite a curious person then to be a a emotion graphics designer yeah uh, yeah I think so um you have to kind of like as well as be curious to kind of learn and curious to kind of work out how things work and if you're looking at something that's moving I'll be thinking how is it moving how have they done that and I I think unless you're doing that you're never going to understand how to build it yourself because you're not trying to break it down already in your head and you have to have an understanding that obviously if you're if you're young and you're in school and you kind of see something obviously you're not necessarily going to know exactly how it's done and you know you've got time to sort of learn and grow if that's what you if that's what you want to get into but if the curiosity is there that's that's definitely a good thing because you're already thinking about it you're already kind of trying to work it out and 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 therefore you'll then learn from it because you're you're seeing it sort of an inspiration kind of thing and then you'll you know five years later you'll be like oh that advert that I watched you know that I wasn't quite sure and now I know how to do it um I think that as a designer as well you need to be someone that takes in information in that when you're talking to people you're you're constantly kind of learning from them you know it was funny actually um my dad loves f1 he was talking to me about him sort of telling me different things that even though I'd done research on I just wasn't aware of that he remembers from when he was younger when he went to go see something or whatever and he'll have a chit chat to me about it that I just you know I'll just sit there and just try to take as much from it so that you then become informed so when you're talking to that client or you're talking to whoever it is that wants that title sequence done you, you become as informed as possible and therefore can then design based on what you know and you just know it through and through um but yeah there's obviously a learning element to it when you know like you said you can't know everything but um but yeah um if you're someone that kind of is curious is looking is listening that's massively positive yeah even when you're not working is it important to kind of keep like a sort of digital scrapbook just when you have like ideas generally just so you just kind of keep in the creative mindset yeah I mean um yeah I totally do that um the dark side to it is that you can't switch off um especially when there's a title sequence going on and and you're kind of constantly thinking about it um and then it's like a when people say they keep a notebook by the side of their bed that kind of thing where you just have to have something to kind of put it onto paper um all the time or I'll be watching an ad for something and I'll be like oh that moved in a certain way I quite like that oh we could do yeah yeah totally or I'll I'll write a note to myself or I'll I'll go online and I'll find like the link to it on YouTube and then keep it and then on Monday morning I'll be like right okay what can I do with this just grab your laptop and like so yeah I will keep like a log of everything I've got like um um like a a list of different things and I'll keep like notes of stuff um and Pinterest is um amazing for that sort of thing as well you can flick through there for hours and find lots of different things and, and and just save them all so that you can then go back and be like okay right this is the sort of thing I want to look at and then it gives you that you know then next step to how you can make whatever it is you want to make what would you say to a, a younger Jodie South who was still dancing <laughs> um I think I'd probably say not to stress so much um because as much as this industry is so full of creativity and there's lots to it and you know as I said you kind of got graphic design and art and um, motion design and television and there's lots of different things to it and you're you're always just trying to strive to kind of 
that next title sequence or that next project or or you know even if it's just the next day of whatever it is you're working on and I think that when I was younger I just stressed about it so much in what I was going to do or what I wanted to do I just wanted to just push myself like at uni I was just all the time just you know work 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 and I, I think that what would have helped me a little bit more not that I regret any of it because I think that I I, I saw it like that in that it was important to me and I think if you work like that then that's fine I think it's also good to kind of take a break take a step back and and kind of see it see the greater picture of it and don't stress the little things and 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 try to kind of see your career as a nice like you know windshield and you can just see through it and and where you're going to be as opposed to all these little things that will mount up to it but you stress about them at the time but they're not so important which I suppose is sort of a bit of a lesson for life to be honest but um but yeah I definitely would tell myself not to stress so much that yeah that um that would be a good one I think for me <laughs> tell myself that now <laughs> all right Jody, we've got your cv here um we're just gonna go through it um I guess it's good to just start from the top you know um and give us your name and your socials um so my name is Jodie Self um, my social handle Instagram Jody underscore self underscore design and behance.net uh, slash Jody self. Oh, and then could you tell us your career highlight? My career highlight. Um, yeah, this is a, a sort of um, yeah a fun one to be honest. Um, so uh, once a year, Sky do like uh, a Best of Sky Awards thing, sort of like a so not just our um, Sky Creative, um, but like a whole company wide. So any like anybody like the sort of business side of um sky as well so sort of like a whole yeah massive uh award thing and um what happens is you get people like a sort of two-month period and you can kind of vote for people um that you think um you know done particularly well or i don't know worked really hard on a specific project or whatever it is you think that they deserve like a bit of a shout out for and uh yeah when i was so i was there about a year and a half so it was like uh june of 2019 and uh yeah i'd just done that f1 campaign that i spoke about and um yeah that all you know went really well and I've, I've done lots of different bits and yeah then that happened and I was sort of I got quite a few nominations from different people in the company and I just it was just a really nice sort of like oh welcome to the industry kind of thing for me I suppose because um I've been there a year and a half and I kind of you know was not questioning anything but kind of like uh you know this is my career kind of introduction and it's it almost like a bit of a high five like yeah this is you know I've, I've made it kind of thing I suppose big moment really big moment and can you tell us what your best failure has been yeah this so it's like what I was saying about how when you're in a team or you know you're starting out just get your hands dirty kind of go into the deep end and just just do it even if you fail and this was one of those moments for sure I so we have like um, a little weekly meeting with our creative director where you can kind of sign things off. Like if you've got a project that's, you know, ready to go out the door, like, you know, is it all okay? Okay, right, out the door. Um, or it can be sort of like, you know, very initial early stage concept work for a title sequence or maybe want to show him like a set design thing that we're doing um, so that we we'll, basically we make sure that it's okay like above us. Um, and so this one was my first one that I'd ever been to. Um, and yes, yeah, so I've created director and a couple of the other d d design directors from the different departments. So like um, my director was in there from Sky Sports and then there was um, one for cinema and one for brand studio, which is like the cinema, like 3D side of stuff. Um, and basically you go in there and it's they sort of chat it through or talk about it or, you know, say yes, no, what needs changing, that kind of thing. 
and uh yeah I went in and um it was a title sequence idea and um two of the other guys took theirs in and it was me and them and uh um they sort of went quite well you know they were, they were fine and mine was like mm, yeah it's not it's not quite right like oh don't, you know don't do it like that. it needs to be quite it needs to be more simple it's not it's not quite right and I was like mm, you know disheartened about it at the time but also at the same time it was a good it was a good um learning curve and I actually remember afterwards the creative director sort of was like you know well done that's you know that's not a it's not an easy thing to do kind of you know you know present your work in front of all those people you know for the first time and kind of you know take a hit as such and kind of be like oh you know it wasn't quite right but it was nice in that um it yeah it showed it showed me sort of how to fail in the industry and just to kind of you know deal with it and crack on anyway rather than be worrying about it you have to you have to take criticism you have to kind of learn to take it on the chin and sort of see it as okay this is my work it's not about me it's my work and I'm just gonna you know deal with it tell me I need to change something and just and just do it you know um but yeah yes that was definitely my best failure <laughs> and what's your your dream project oh so I've I've wrote down um the women's super league which is um you know would be an amazing project to work on and is actually going into production now so it's going to start sort of you know coming about um as it sort of gets made um yeah I just think it's it'd just be nice as a woman to have you know worked on that um I think that that's important to have um women you know having input on women's sports it's just something that um means a bit more than just sort of the general sports that's sort of more aimed around men or, or um you know uh specific industries it's 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 you know women and women coming about and I think that 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 would just be really lovely to work on love that love that and lastly why should we hire you oh god this is like cheesy as hell we love a bit of cheese (laughs) we love a bit of cheese oh god um yeah so I just crack on with everything and, and 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 get on with it you know sort of good or bad kind of strive for the best take on as much as I can um and just keep learning I think that it's important to keep motivated keep sort of ticking over as much as I'm sort of saying it's good to take breaks it's it's good to kind of even when there isn't that title sequence that you're kind of thinking about to be thinking about design and thinking about what other people are doing in the industry whether it be a you know, John Lewis Christmas advert or whatever that you, you're kind of looking at to kind of um um inspire you like you know as much as I possibly can I kind of try to push myself in looking at different things and adapting and coming up with new things and yeah being as collaborative as possible and I've, I've never been one to kind of like shy away from getting my hands dirty and kind of going in and yeah working with everybody and and cracking on yeah <laughs> love that love that where what are you saying are we gonna hire her so we've got a couple candidates and we'll probably let you know in about two weeks we'll come back to you uh-huh. come back to you on that one usually <laughs> how it goes <laughs> no thank you you've been amazing it's been great yeah thank you so much jody it's been so lovely chatting to you i've learned so much about motion graphics uh, and i'm sure that all of our listeners have as well definitely Thank you very much, Jodie. No worries. You're welcome. You've been listening to This Is How, created by Nominet and Liberty. If you're feeling inspired, head over to thisishow.uk where you can find out more helpful tips and career advice. While you're there, you can also take our This Is How quiz to uncover more about what you're good at and what job roles could be a good match for you.